0: Kent Online
1: News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.
0: Welcome along and thanks for downloading today's episode. I'm Jamie Long. It's Monday, October the 26th. First today, some businesses in Kent have been busy preparing free meals for children across the county. Last week, 322 MPs voted against extending free school meals for the country's poorest children during half-term. Chin Chin Bar in Dill is offering free breakfast for families. I spoke with the owner, Tanya Tong.
2: It's just really disappointing. We... um There's so many families that are in need of help and it's been a struggle for everybody. Um, So we decided to go with a breakfast but include parents as well as children. They get a chance to have a family breakfast together without the pressure of having to fund that and pay for it. We've had so much help from public as well. We've had local butchers dropping um, meat off to us so we can do some cooked bits as well. We've had members of the public bring us shopping. Um, Yeah, so it's, it's been really positive. We've been hugely impacted, obviously, hospitality. Um, we've, we've found things quite a struggle, but we can't not not do something. All our, our staff have volunteered to help as well, so all of us are kind of here doing this on a voluntary basis. Because of the support from the public, it, it's kind of meant that we could do it without having too much of a struggle ourselves.
0: And there are plenty of other businesses who are providing support over half term. I spoke to Jake Irvin, who's from the Queen Philippa on the Isle of Sheppey.
3: Our local community have been great. Uh, We've been inundated with offers for help. One guy gave us uh, £50 on Saturday. um, Yesterday, another guy made a quite generous food contribution. It just means we can help um, more than we could have originally.
0: And beyond the October half term, do you have any plans to extend your support?
3: I mean I plan for continuing this uh, till Christmas goes a bit further than that we we we're looking to this to Easter half term or uh, or as long as it's needed quite frankly no child's going hungry as long as parents ask us for the help we'll we'll, we'll make sure of it
0: and how can people get some help if they need it should they be contacting you first
3: yeah, we're encouraging people to call us or they can Facebook message us. Uh, we're offering hot and cold meals for the kids um, in the afternoon of Monday, Tuesdays and Thursday. Uh, but if anyone wants to get in contact with us, I'm sure we'll be able to make room for them any day during the halftime. We don't want any proof of income support or anything like that. Just ask and um, we'll, we'll be happy to help.
0: Next today, a teenager has been taken to hospital after being attacked in Dover. The 19 year old man was left with facial injuries following the assault on Biggin Street on Saturday night. Police are still trying to work out exactly what happened and are keen to speak to witnesses or anyone with information. Kent Online News. Now, there's been an increase in domestic abuse being reported to Kent Police during lockdown, with hundreds of men coming forward as victims. Around 4,500 cases were recorded in the county between March and August. That's a rise of over 500 compared to the same period last year. 540 of those incidents were reported by men. Sophie's been chatting to Rebecca Swain from Look Ahead, which runs domestic abuse services in West Kent.
1: I think for men and women, lockdown has been challenging. To be um, isolated with your perpetrator is extremely difficult. But the men that I work with tell me that for them, one of the main feelings they have is a sense of isolation. It's a sense of loneliness, it's a sense of not knowing where to turn, who to go to, and that maybe services that are accessible are not geared up to take men's referrals, which actually uh, is not the case, look ahead, um, you know, we we are championing this, this male awareness. Are there ways that men are abused, that are more common to men than they are to women? In my experience, I see a lot of control around the children. I see a lot of men fearing that they can't leave the home because the the services for men, particularly say for a specialist accommodation like refuge, to be able to take your children with you is is almost impossible, which puts them in a dilemma. Do they stay in the abusive relationship so that they can be with the children or do they risk not having that contact with their children? And, and this is one of the key areas that, that Look Ahead are exploring is making men's services equal to those for women. I was told by a gentleman once that my response of just believing him was the first step because of our preconceived ideas around domestic abuse, being a female to male, you know, it, it was a, a situation where he had tried to speak out and felt that he wasn't being believed, but you know, we do understand. And we, and of course, we look at each case and of course we believe our, our clients, regardless of their, their gender.
0: A bus driver and a passenger have been taken to hospital after a crash with a car in Folkestone. Police and ambulance crews were called to Blackball Road following the collision involving the Route 16 stagecoach bus at about quarter to eight this morning. You can see pictures and video of the wreckage at kentonline.co.uk. Several caravans at a holiday park on Sheppey have been destroyed or damaged during strong winds over the weekend. A number of trees fell down at the Palm Tree Holiday Park in East Church on Saturday night. Heavy rain also caused flooding on Mount Pleasant Road in Tunbridge Wells, affecting some shops and businesses. A Tunbridge couple say they might be able to get married sooner than they'd hoped thanks to a Kent MP. Gillingham's Raymond Chisty has introduced a new law that will legally recognise humanist weddings. In August, a high court judge said it's discrimination not to recognise the ceremonies in the same way as religious ones, but they'd have to wait for a review. Ollie's been speaking to Victoria Hosegood and Charlie Janeway.
4: Is it a bit of an unexpected development? We were kind of resigned to the fact that, oh, we didn't, we didn't win the case. We're going to have to wait a long while now. But yeah, this is very happy and unexpected development. Yeah, it's given us quite a positive outlook now as well. Yeah. Instead of just a kind of wait and see, it certainly seems like something's happening. You know, Again, the, the clocks yeah. are turning a little bit. So there's light at the end of the tunnel, or <laughs> at least a little bit sooner than we had anticipated. Mm. Hopefully. I suppose once the once the High Court made that decision, the judge had said what. Well, she said it was it was a case of waiting for the law commission's review to come in Um, yeah obviously that 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 process takes a really long time yeah yeah it does like so the judge did come down essentially in our favor saying that it it was discrimination but that it should be something the, the law commission review sorts out but yeah as you said it could take a while like years potentially we don't know how long these things take and then yeah then it's implementing it and so on and so forth so yeah if this if this goes through this will be on a much shorter time scale than the law commission review certainly with humanism not having the legal recognition then it's not deemed with it's not within that group of marriage so you can't have you can't even have your proper humanist ceremony and in the same way that you can a marriage one at the moment with what's going on with COVID and the group size has been limited and all that kind of thing so yeah it, it will make a big difference this is good and good that it's still in the public eye and that people are still talking about it and hopefully we we implore the government to take notice yeah it's fantastic it's nice to have a bit of positivity you know in such a in
0: certain times
4: in un- a certain time
0: <laughs> A little boy from Kent who raised more than a million pounds for the children's hospital that saved his life as a baby has won a Pride of Britain award. Tony Hudgel from Kings Hill had to have both legs amputated after being abused by his birth parents. The six-year-old has been recognised for completing his challenge to walk 10 kilometres on his prosthetic legs in June. And finally, tickets are now on sale for Blue Waters Ice Rink, which is returning this winter despite the pandemic. It'll be open outside the village at the shopping centre from the 12th of November. There'll be party nights with KMFM as well as quiet sessions and slots for parents and toddlers. I might even head along myself, although whether I'll be able to stand up for longer than 30 seconds well, that's a different matter. That's all for today's episode. Thanks for joining me but for more news you can head to kentonline.co.uk Whilst you're there you can check out some fantastic aerial photos of progress being made to the Faversham Lakes housing development at Or Gravel Works. And don't forget that you can subscribe to the IM News app, which will give you access to all of the KM Group newspapers. Head along to illifemediasubs.co.uk
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.